Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Going to the liquor store is great, but what if all your local liquor stores came to you? Well, spoiler alert, they can with Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. Compare prices from stores near you on a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, and then get them delivered right to your door in under 60 minutes. And right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order. Just enter promo code SAVE at checkout. Download the Drizzly app or go to DRIZLY.com. Hey, I'm Doran Wallach, and you're listening to It's Not a Crisis, a podcast for women in their 40s seeking to navigate life's challenges and making the most of it. I changed midlife because I don't like that word. So we're just seeking life's challenges now. So today is my very first solo podcast. I'm a little nervous about doing this, but um, I have some things that I think I can share with you guys. Um, I don't know how many of you know this, but I have my own business. I'm a fine jewelry designer and I've been doing this business for in total about seven years, but really launched about five and a half years ago. And um, I have learned a lot and I have learned a lot about having a business. I've learned a lot about balancing motherhood and work, which I still haven't figured out. Um, And I thought today that I would give you five tips in starting your own business. I know that many of us have children that are growing up and we're starting to think about what do we want to do? Do we want to be working? Our kids might need us a little bit less. Um, we're, We're all kind of stuck at home. And I don't know about you, but I have found it absolutely daunting to attempt to do any work. And my kids are older. I just feel like I have more responsibilities. And I used to have an office I went to, and I felt that it was just a necessity in my life for me to be productive and get work done. So with that being said, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of new ideas stemming from this pandemic. There are so many brilliant women out there with amazing minds and creativity, and I truly feel we're going to see some incredible businesses and ideas, um, products, just just so many things that will come out of this. Having had many businesses in my 20s and 30s, and when I say many, I mean I am a undiagnosed ADD person, but a creative, <laughs> and I think a good businesswoman. So when I have an idea, I roll with it. And I started my career, um, well, if we want to go way back, I wanted to be a fashion designer. And then I, I transferred to FIT in New York City. I became an interior design major, and I worked in high-end residential interior design for a little bit. And then I left that. I worked briefly on a TV show, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. I did a few episodes behind the scenes. That was really fun. And then I moved to London with my husband where um, I didn't have a work visa, so I couldn't work. I was young. I was in my late 20s, and it was hard for me. So um, after taking a lot of classes and things, I was always interested in like hair and makeup and um, art history and just a bunch of random things. I decided that um, I was going to start a website and teach myself how to make a website. 
And that was just when blogs were becoming a thing. This was about 2005. So I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to learn how to design a blog. And so I did a blog. I'm one of those people that my friends constantly ask me for resources on so many different things. Part of that is I spend a lot of time researching things before I buy them or do them or whatever. So uh, I, I had this blog called Dorn's Dish, and it was really just my recommendations on everything. And while we were living in London and had no kids, we were traveling, and I started to get invited by uh, hotels and spas to try unusual treatments and retail stores to come in and look at their products. I, I, I joke that I was I was an influencer at that point, you know, kind of before influencing was influencing on, on social media. I also started a podcast and I would go out into the street and I would talk to women and I would talk to experts and uh, I really loved it. And then it became very public for me. I didn't like being so much in the public eye and having people sort of know my every move, which is so ironic because now we know everybody's every move. I got pregnant because <laughs> I was like, all right, that's next. Let's just get pregnant. And um, we ended up moving back to the States. And then I had kids and I was a stay-at-home mom for a few years. And then as I was contemplating getting back into interior design um, after they were getting a little bit older, I had a an experience um, – where our home was destroyed in Hurricane Sandy. I had designed our home for two years myself, and then um, it was completely destroyed right after I finished, and we had to start all over again. And I really never loved interior design, and it was something I did because people said that I was good at it, but I didn't love it. And what I didn't love about it was that, for me, it wasn't creative enough because ultimately the client is the one who wants what they want, and I get that. It's their home, but uh, the level of creativity that is allowed by the designer sometimes is is limited. My grandmother and great-grandmother and mother, my great-grandmother and grandmother I never knew, but apparently they were uh, very glamorous, um, maybe a little eccentric, uh, and they designed their own clothes and their own jewelry, and they just had their own personal style, and my mother does too, and it's really wonderful. But they had always designed their own jewelry, and they taught my mom that. And um, when they both passed away, I would constantly watch my mother redesigning her own jewelry or her grandmother and um, mother's jewelry. And it was just something I kind of grew up knowing how to do. I went with her to the jewelry district to pick out stones. And there was a moment where um, I have this beautiful eternity diamond band. And I said to my husband, I really love this wedding band, but I don't wear it. It's just not me. Can I turn it into something a little edgier and something that I would wear more often. And he was totally fine. He's very supportive of things like that. So I designed a ring and the jeweler who made the ring said to me, have you ever thought of designing jewelry and creating a collection? And it was like one of those light bulb moments that I said, all right, you know what? I actually think I'd like that. I'm telling you all this because it's probably the um, one thing I've stuck to the longest Oh, I forgot to mention I also started my master's in social work. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> oh, and a, a retail site for brides. Um, and oh, what else? I worked a little in real estate. So again, I'm telling you all this because I do have experience. I am not an expert. But um, my current business 
which I feel is probably the most real of my businesses, has taken me some time to build. And and to be honest with you right now, I'm not really sure where it stands in the sense that I'm finding it very difficult to continue at the level that I was doing before. But I'm going to just share with you five tips that I learned in starting a business. And I hope that this helps you. And if you ever have any questions, I am always here to help. So my first piece of advice is patience. So in my 20s and 30s, I always wanted these businesses to like be successful ASAP. And I do think there is a generation now, and it's not their fault, there's this need for instant success and instant gratification. A lot of that is social media. And um, a lot of that is seeing people doing these things and being successes overnight, but it's not really overnight. So even you hear a lot of people of our generation kind of poo-pooing influencers or YouTube stars or TikTok stars and saying like, that's not a real job. And how did they get there? And I, I mean, this is like, we had to go to school and study and we have real careers. And I feel you on that because I, I say it often to my daughter, because I don't want to raise kids who think that they can just make a video and be successful. However, there is a lot more work going into these videos and social media than you think. I have spent years building my Instagram following for my business. You know, I have about 17,000 followers and I'm proud of that, but for the amount of work that I've put into it, it feels like it should be a lot higher. So it takes a lot of time and work to build a following. And yes, there are occasions where somebody gets lucky when something goes viral, but then you still have to continue to work at it. So patience, in my opinion, is really, really important. My first mentor, who unfortunately passed away, told me that it takes three to five years to be an overnight success. And I always keep that in mind because I do get impatient. I've been very successful in my business and, and you know, I've, I've won awards and I've, you know, been with top retailers and I've sold a lot of jewelry and um, I, I'm a perfectionist and I'm always wanting to do more. So one piece of advice I could give you would be patience and know that it's not going to happen overnight and that it does take a lot of work. That is hard in my opinion, when you're a mom. I hate to say this. I really hate to say this because women should have equal opportunities to be able to work hard at their businesses. But it does mean that we have to give up certain things. So, you know, whether it means that we outsource help for our kids um, or we, you know, have our partner be more involved with the kids, it's very difficult to do it all and do it all successfully. It just is. Uh, and, And it can be done. There are women that are doing it. I I have such admiration for Jennifer Fisher, who is this dynamic businesswoman who has built this incredible business, and yet she finds all this time to cook and I've heard, you know, I live in the same neighborhood um, and I know people that know her and know that she's wonderful and that her kids are wonderful and it's just incredible. She's really an inspiration to me. I myself find it hard to balance everything. So that would be my first piece of advice. Okay, sorry. Number two, invest in classes. And if you are lucky enough to find a mentor, find a mentor before you do anything. Spend a year putting your business together. I spent two years actually building my business, building my collection, working with a mentor, taking classes, Uh, refining the collection, making sure it was at a place where I could launch it, I could show it to retailers, uh, it was cohesive, it told a story, 
All of those things are super, super important, but don't just create something and throw it out there. You really need to invest and invest in time. Um, ways to find mentors, you can call universities. Uh, I was a graduate of FIT and I was able to find my mentor through them. You could probably find it from your college. Sometimes there are just people who are willing to help if you reach out to them. But a mentor who's done what you've done or something similar, I paid my mentor, but you know, um, which you might have to do and it's worth every penny. So and I miss her dearly because she taught me so much and there's so much more she could have taught me. Uh, so that is number two. Number three, social media and marketing. I have learned so much about social media marketing, actually to a point where I started a side business consulting for women in business who are starting businesses on social media. So here are a few of my tips. First, build your social media before you launch your business. And by that, I mean gain followers. You need to interact with accounts. You need to follow competitors. You need to interact with their followers. You need to have content in your social media before you launch your business. You don't want to launch your business with a couple of pictures because then someone looks at it and goes, eh, you want to look like you've been doing this for a long time and you've been established. You have to have um, newsletters. You want to build a mailing list. You want to have a full marketing plan, and I would invest in someone to help you with this. Have them outline exactly the stages and the steps that you should be doing for your marketing plan and start working on that. Start finding a way to make your content interesting and, and to gain people to read it. I could be doing so much better on my social media. I find it to be a huge time suck. And, and frankly, I don't love it. What I love is connecting with my followers when they comment and we have an interaction and, and uh, conversation. I love that. Finding the content and ooh, posting pictures of myself I really hate and I don't love sharing every detail of my life. It's really hard for me. Um, and I think if I did more of that, I think I would probably do better with my following, but I, I don't know. It's hard for me to do that. It's, it's, it's just, I'm kind of a private person. And, um, so I, there's a mix, there's a balance, but if you are that person and you're okay with that, get on TikTok, get on Instagram, TikTok, by the way, I just started look, watching TikTok. I don't really post at all, but you can follow me if, at It's Not a Crisis podcast, I think is my TikTok. I'm obsessed with TikTok. I thought it was just like my 13-year-old dancing. I thought it was all dancing, but it is funny. And there are experts on there giving amazing advice. I think it's an incredible way to build your brand. Unfortunately, the audience is a little bit younger, so it depends on who your demographic is. But if it's the millennial demographic or um, Gen Z, I think that that's who is on there. There are just starting to get a little bit more um, people our age. So uh, I, I love TikTok. And if you follow the right people, you will see that there is stuff on there that's great. And I would get on TikTok and I would actually market your business in a way that's TikTok friendly. You're going to have to look that up because I don't really know how to do that yet. But, but there are people out there teaching it. Okay. So that is number three. Number four, Get advice from friends or family members or opinions from people that are your potential customers. Find out what they think of your idea. Find out how they think it could be improved. Find out if there is some other way that you could be doing it. Do a lot of research. 
that's really important. Your audience is important. You want to find out if, uh, you know, it's going to work before you invest the money and putting it out there. Oh, and I would also tell you, don't invest too much money to start out. Create, if you want to do a website, Wix.com, cheap, easy to do. You don't have to spend money on social media. It's, there's a, a, web, uh, a website called PicMonkey, which you can edit your memes. I do it on there. It's super easy. Don't invest a lot to start. You know, not saying that everybody here is designing jewelry, but the best piece of advice my mentor gave me was to not invest in a ton of inventory when I was starting out. Uh, she told me to design about 10 pieces, 10 to 15 max. And I am so grateful to this day for that advice, because while I have inventory that I need to sell, I don't have an abundance of inventory that some of my other jewelry designer friends have. And it's stressful and it's an expensive business and it's a lot of money. So that is that. And then my last piece of advice is a business plan. I did a business plan seven years ago. I have no idea where it is and I have never referenced it. And that is really dumb. You should have a business plan. You should have someone help you with your financial plan. You should have an amazing accountant. My accountant is incredible and I only found her a year ago and I wish that I had found her sooner. She just works with jewelry designers. Otherwise, I would mention her. Business plan is really important and keep checking in on your business plan and making sure that you are on track. And if you're not on track, then update it. It's just one of my biggest mistakes that I've made. So that's it. I'm going to leave it at that and see if this is a podcast you guys like, and I'm happy to always come back and, and do more. But I, I think all in all, um, having your own business is wonderful. I don't really like working for people, but there are days where I wish somebody would just give me a check and um, my job would be a few hours a day and then I'd be done. Um, so uh, the balance is difficult. I, I actually want to make um, another podcast on the um, mom work life balance because I am still trying to figure that out. But um, again, I've learned some things on that too. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, uh, follow my social media, Instagram, Facebook, now TikTok, although you're not going to see me doing too many things on there. Uh, maybe if I get the guts, I will do it. And um, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. And please comment on social media. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear your opinion on the show. Furniture, toilet paper, beans, more toilet paper, other stuff. You can get all these delivered. So why not adult beverages? Well, now you can with Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. Shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, and then get them delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. And right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order. Just enter promo code FAST at checkout. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizly.com.